Cannabis Pro, and so we roll Using procurement, program and control As a small biz pro, and so we grow Using procurement, program and control I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Oh yeah, I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Oh yeah, I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Good afternoon, everyone. This is the Business Zone with Crystal and Coach Gilbert Buchanan, your small business paramedic. And today, folks, we're going to have an amazing show. We're going to be talking about some business models so you guys can check it out and see if you want to follow and see if you can uh, match it up with the business model in your business. But in the meantime, I want to reach out to my co-host and see what's going on over there. Co-host, what's going no, on? No, this has been a busy, 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 busy week. I, I think I've taught every night this week. And one night there was even a <laughs> double header, and I, I missed one because it wasn't on my calendar. It was a wild, oh, it was a wild week. Today I'm feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> now you're beginning to go through what I've been going through, huh? Oh, Luddy, it was it was like, oof, okay, glad this week is over. No, next week should be a tad bit better. And the week after that should be even more incredible because by Wednesday, they won't be paying attention to us. <laughs> <laughs> It'll That's be hilarious. all about Thanksgiving. And so that is fine with me. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. But, That's yeah, hilarious. It is a busy week. Um, last night, though, I did something kind of fun. Oh, what did you do? So, so I was the uh, hostess, one of the hosts, the co-hosts uh, for the Urban League had a, um, a competition, a pitch competition. It was um, a spot. They, they've been working on a partnership or a sponsorship with Colbassier. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. We um we had you that, probably uh, probably when you were there as well yeah. they were working on it because I hear I understand it was two years in the making. Yeah, they had some and, grants, right? Yeah. So what ha what was determined? They did a um grant for um they had a, a competition and it was the four runner ups. Um, the top grant it was twenty five thousand, then fifteen, mm -hmm. and then ten, and then five. So. It was yeah. good. We, yeah, Ron, Rhonda won it when I was there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. this one, um, uh, let's see. Uh, one of the guys, he had a, um, I think he, he might have gotten when doing you, maybe doing your tenure. Uh, he, his name is Adrian Duncan. He won. He won. And he has a, a, dunk, uh, a hauling service. Mm-hmm. So he won the first prize, and then one of my clients, she has a, a business called Urban Urbanly Chic. Uh, she has a she had a brick and mortar in the Beverly Center. She mm -hmm. came up, I think she came in fourth, and uh, another um, mother and daughter. They had a company called Click Kits, and they're like customized uh, gifts. Yeah, and they're just launching, and then the. The second runner-up was a young lady um, named Kelly. She has a uh, skincare line. I think it's called Skin Skincare Better or something of that nature. Mm -hmm. So it was great. But I was on. Uh, it was a full-scale uh, performance with with run of show, and we had a script and 
So it was at the uh, gathering spot that is in uh, West LA. Well, in where, Los where, where is the gathering spot? I've, I've heard about that place before. I it's just... a new club. It's a membership club. It's on um, Pico and Redondo. Interesting enough, not too far from, I used to live in that area. Oh, yeah. And a, a, at least a block on the other side. I don't recognize nothing about the area. I mean, it has been, been completely gentrified. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've seen it. It's near the Jamaican restaurant, right? We uh, yeah, on the other side of the Jamaican restaurant. Yeah. So, black owned. Yeah. Um, it is membership, kind of like a like a city club downtown. Oh, really? The west side, but a little bit more um, urban like and a little bit more younger population. I saw William in there last night. Yesterday, with uh, William Bryan, William, uh, yeah, the the finance guy. <laughs> yeah. But oh I think wait, he, wait, wait! That's where they had that. He, event yeah, he was having right. He was at because yeah. he's a member. I guess he's a member because he was yes. over there last night. So uh, nice spot. Uh, don't know about if I want the membership because I don't know if I'm going out that much. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it was nice, and it's just people in there mixing and mingling, and they had some, we were in the rooms downstairs, but they made a stage and really got great AV, and mm -hmm. so uh, uh, not bad at all, actually. So it was nice. So I, I, I as, as Jamaica said, I knocked it out the box, so that was, that ah. was <laughs> Well, I wouldn't expect any different from you, co-host. <laughs> You, you got you got the expertise. You got the <laughs> you got everything. You should you should be knocking it out of the park. Yeah. So yeah. So it was great. So I want to congratulate all the winners last night. And you know that's a nice little um that's a nice little um a purse, man. Twenty five grand can take you a ways when you don't have to pay it back to as a loan. <laughs> yeah. Last last year um. Uh, somebody I think from Louisiana won and that was another reason why I helped Rhonda with her grant because man I stayed up all night till like 2.33 in the morning helping her <laughs> oh okay yeah and uh, I I think the other chain, the other urban leagues were doing the same thing because yes, national. The person, yeah the person who got first prize they were from Louisiana they got help from that that the executive director over there and then georgia i think georgia came in second somebody mm -hmm. from georgia mm -hmm. and uh rhonda came in third she tied for third with somebody else so she got 10 grand oh okay yeah, yeah so it was it was pretty cool so i want to congratulate him i do have a couple of um perspective um uh, guests for us i gotta reach oh. out to them one is jc lacy he is uh uh, the new president and CEO of Crenshaw Chamber. Yeah, I know J.C. You know J.C. Metro. <laughs> he was the Metro Outreach guy. Oh, now yeah. he's the president there. And a young lady named uh, Lila Lee. She's from the mayor's office and Karen Bass's office with the business, uh, small business policy oh. and business development. Uh -huh. And and then a young lady named Remy Maziah. And mm. she has a business called Zella, mm. Zella LLC, I think. And she they do executive coaching. Oh, okay. And, oh, just lady, just that. You'll like her. Yeah. She's pretty phenomenal. 
And mm -hmm. so uh, we exchanged last night. So got to get them all in to the show. Good, good, good. Yeah. Now that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I did a couple of shameless plugs. <laughs> hey, man. Doesn't hurt to be shameless. <laughs> Doesn't hurt to be shameless, co-host. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to grow channel, man. Grow channel. That means you got to yeah. be shameless in your efforts. Yeah. Or be very direct and specific in your efforts. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I was, but that was my week. That was pretty pretty busy. Yeah. Um, th uh, this week I got um, whew, uh, you know, remember, and this is uh, in 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 tribute to her. Uh, Ooh, you know, cool. Margot, Margot Lovett. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, the services are tomorrow. Oh, okay. So gonna be gonna be definitely missed. Yeah, I can um, imagine. She's already being missed. But I will say that she touched a lot of people, you know, mm -hmm. with her, she had her book, she had her podcast and on her podcast, she really focused her, her demographics were women in business and she really uh, elevated and highlighted them. Mm -hmm. And um, so she, 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 she left a legacy. So, uh, and I think that's important, right? As, as, as business people, coaches, uh, podcasters like ourselves, we have to leave some value behind. So, well, when I leave here, I definitely will be leaving uh, legacies, you know. For yeah, you will, you yeah. will, you definitely will. So, and I think that's important, right? We worked mm -hmm. hard, our careers have been hard, been, yeah. been, been all about serving, and mm -hmm. so, and so, therefore, that's what we that's what we're leaving. That about your week before we get started with our topic. Oh man, my week, uh, I was slammed. I, uh, I did a few classes. I did one for GLAC, the BEP program. Okay. So I did it on the back office and uh, capability statement development. Mm. So that was pretty good. That was on Wednesday. I did that. Okay. Okay. And then um, I had some one-on-one -on -one meetings, coaching meetings with uh, clients. So that was good. But it's been back to back, man. You know, like you talk about your back to back workshops. My mm -hmm. coaching sessions were back to back, man. Didn't have time to do lunch, so. Me too. I mean, it's the same thing. <laughs> it was in between my coaching. I mean, in between my my teaching, I was coaching. Like, oh my god. Yes. Okay. All right. I asked for this, man. Okay. So yeah, but but you know, it'll be that way until uh, just well, it'll slow down in December. Because right, right, Christmas right. people ain't got time for us. Hey, Gregory. Hey, Gregory. Oh, oh, you missed the Sneed. <laughs> <laughs> Our so, field correspondent is checking in, folks. Right. Yeah. So, you know, in December, November, everybody's trying to push in every last little event, every last yeah. little workshop, every last little gathering. Right. Um, are you going to coming in for the gathering for next week with uh, Black? No, not Black with uh, Vermont Slauson. Oh uh, yeah, they have something. Uh, yeah, I, I want to uh, go. Yeah, appreciation. I'll be there for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go to that one. Yeah. Show my face, you know, so, so yeah. they know they know who Coach Gilbert Buchanan is. Yeah, <laughs> I think they need to. <laughs> <laughs> we have to be they, seen. They've been talking to Coach Gilbert for the longest time, and they really don't know who he is. You know what he looks like. So right, yeah. So they they'll be happy to see uh, Mr. Sneed, our roaming um, uh, uh, correspondent, says reporting live from Inglewood. 
Breaking news is sunny outside. Well, thank you, Gregory. <laughs> thank you for the update, sir. <laughs> we so, uh, Greg said, everybody knows who uh, uh, Coach Gilbert is. You do, you do realize you have a reputation uh, even that precedes you. Someone told me when I was when they asked me to do the co-hosting uh, for this event, right? Yeah. So yeah, the Cavassier team was like, "Oh yeah, we heard a lot about you, Crystal. We we're looking forward to it and excited, and you know, you're gonna put some life to the whole thing." That's right, man. That's we what said, we do. That's what we do, right? And I said, "Well, I, I hope I can live up to." I said, "Oh, so my reputation preceded me." She goes, "No, your reputation burst into the door." <laughs> Like, whoa. <laughs> oh, man, that is amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> she said, did not come in quietly. I was like, okay. <laughs> you take that two ways, but I'm going to take it the good way. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Man. amazing. So today, everyone, we are talking about, and this is funny because, you know, you know we've been coaching, right? Yeah. And it's at the end of the year. And I don't know about your clients, but um, some of them missed the mark on their goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they don't quite have time to get it, get it together in the next month and a month, three, two yeah. and a half weeks. Uh -huh. um, so we're going to talk today about uh, uh, successful business models that can help make a profit. And so mm -hmm. uh, it's, I think it's very in the now, very current, very trendy. Uh, we, we had the incredible... Uh, Brittany Deacon a couple weeks ago talking about how to make money online oh, yeah. and uh, she gave us some great tips and hopefully you guys, I, I know you've been trending a little bit on the shorts that I posted. So yeah. I don't know. Um, I, um, I, you know, definitely some of these, I think we gonna even incorporate in our business because you know, the, you know, it, it's a quicker way to get to that money. Greg mm -hmm. says, setting milestones for each quarter right exactly but yeah greg they they had that they in the fourth quarter <laughs> nine minutes left in the game <laughs> that's right man that's right and i don't know if they gonna make that or not so hopefully i you know maybe they'll get a windfall and hit a big contract or or <laughs> some accounts receivables will come in that nobody has been, that the, their clients haven't paid, which I hope not. But yeah. if that's the case, they might make it. So I don't know about the rest of y'all's clients. That's that's the stat update status of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that, man. I hear that. Yeah, I think uh, I think the audience today is going to really enjoy this business model overview that we're providing. Uh, we talk about business model models from time to time. But some folks still didn't really get what a business model is. So we're going to go over that today. We're going to explain what it is and the different aspects of it and why it is important and key to their business operation. So, yep, we're going to do that. Yeah. So whenever you're ready to kick it off, you want to start with our little commercial or you yeah, want to go let's right do our, a little commercial first and get oh. these folks their three employees <laughs> okay so let's do that hey fernando uh so let's see why well, get that to going you want to pop over there and do our subscription thing oh while sure, I pull sure. Up, while i pull up small biz pro sure 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 so folks 
what we'd like to do is to go to YouTube because we're on YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. That's uh, the platforms that we broadcast live on every Friday from 3 to 4.30. This is The Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert. And we're on every Friday from 3 to 4.30. Now, if you're an entrepreneur, a small business, or a micro business, and you would love to come on our show as a guest to speak about your products or services, then you want to reach out to us. We will put our contact information in the chat for you. But this is a good platform and a good way for you to get your information out there in the world so fo folks know what is it you sell, what, what products you sell, or what services you offer. So this is a good one. Now, you want to go to uh, YouTube. There is a subscription button there, subscribe. And when we say subscribe, we don't need it. We, we're not asking you for any money. The subscription <laughs> is free. So just make sure you go there and you click that free subscription button. And that means you get connected with us. So when there's any new information, we can pass it on to you right away. You don't have to wait. You'll get a, a notification on your, uh, your email or, or something to that effect. But that's what we want to do. When whenever we have new materials like today, we have we're going to go over business model. We definitely want you to uh, have access to this information because this is a nice, uh, nice little piece of information, which in fact, folks, is going to be in our ebook. Just so you know. No, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's on its way, man. We may even get it kicked out by the first of the first quarter of next year. That's right. Um, so here's our subscription, uh, our QR code. So hit that QR code. Go over to our channel, The Business yes. Zone, with Christo and Gilbert, and hit yes. the subscribe button and help us increase our numbers at the same time and helping you increase your knowledge. You That's have right. the the information from two of us from the two of us, which have over 30, 60 years of experience uh, collectively, not not individually, yes. <laughs> collectively. <laughs> and um, every now and then we have some amazing guests in, so you get their wise knowledge as well. So take that free knowledge, man. It costs a lot to be uh, individually coached. You guys just don't even know. <laughs> That's right. That is true. That is true. And I think the more the more you get involved with us, folks, you will get to see the hard work that we as business coaches put into this to make life easier for you. Because we may present the material to you and it seemed very easy, but uh, trust me. There's a lot of work in the background that goes on to make it easier for you. Exactly. So let's you know, let's kick off um, Small Biz Pro, and then we'll get it, we'll jump into our topic. Today is a class in session. Class in session. <laughs> okay. Let me see what's happening here. Hold up. Let me go back here. Wait, 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 wait. All my, all the pieces are not coming together in, in, in a timely manner. Here we go. I want to say shout out to <laughs> oh, our wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Here we go. Does your current record keeping system send you 90 day alerts to remind you that your key documents are about to expire and need to be renewed? Can you find contracts and procurement opportunities in seconds from any of the 50 United States so you can grow your business? 
Is your business organized so that you can tell which key documents are needed to efficiently run the business? How about woman-owned, small business, or disadvantaged business enterprise certifications? Do you have a checklist of all the key documents you need to become certified? Does your current system allow you to conduct market research from multiple sources and provide you industry and market data in seconds? Well, Small Biz Pro does all of that and more. Small Biz Pro is the number one business management, compliance, procurement assistance, and market research assistance tool on the market today. Download the app now and you will be amazed. It's like having three additional employees working for you, but you don't have to pay them. What are you waiting for? All righty. So we want you guys to go get your three, three employees. <laughs> your three your three free employees guys <laughs> make sure you get out there and uh we're gonna put the the link in the chat so you guys can go ahead and register your business uh, you'll get a 10-day free trial and then after that notify us and we'll take it from there but this is gonna really help you as you know, there are many things that you have to do within your business. You got to run the operations. You got to run the back office. You got to stay in compliance with government regulations or contract compliance if you've gotten a contract. So all of those things you got to do and Small Biz Pro help you to do that. So you don't even have to do some of this because a lot of this is built into the app, into the platform. All you got to do, register, obtain your, your user license and you're off to the races guys that's what it is that's all it is okay there you go there you go so let's kick it off uh, um cha-cha says you're talking my language let's make the phone ring and the door swing <laughs> i love it i love that let the phone ring and the door and the swing, door swing. <laughs> i love that cha-cha so greg put in the chat there business models uh every uh, an organization an organization needs established business models to prove to uh investors and other interested bodies including your customers that yeah. a company has a clear strategy for making money and sustaining its profits. After building and using, using comprehensive business models, it continue and continually to update that business model because it's a live document. Mm -hmm. uh, and learning about the different types of business models that can help you decide which is the best one for your organization. But most importantly, one the one that is actually generating revenue consistently to keep the doors open and the phone ringing. <laughs> <laughs> keep the phone ringing and the doors ringing. Right, exactly. So, Gilbert, do you want to tell them what is a business model? Oh, sure. Definitely, guys. So, um, I've been working on business models for the longest time, guys, and it's a really simple process. A business model is a system that a business develops to describe how the company will deliver its value to its customers via products or services, and it offers it in solving their pain or problem in the marketplace. It usually results in revenues from the transactions for the business, and it helps you to increase your bottom line. At that, that's a basic definition of what your business model is. Business model usually um, 
you usually have that in place of a business plan. You know, a lot of people, they don't want to spend the time to do a business plan because it's time consuming. It's too many pages, too many things to put in it. But this business model will cover all of those areas. And there, there are nine segments to it, which we'll talk about, our nine sectors. We'll talk about that later. But that, that really gives a 360-degree um, overview of your business. So an investor or um, uh, a strategic partner or anyone who we're trying to do business with can get a, a good overview of what your business is about. And I think it gives you clarity as well, because the, the the really great thing about the business model is the way it's broken up. So yeah. you can use it like uh, I know one of the products that I use, Canva. I absolutely love Canva. Canva, yeah. And it uh, has a template there. And so you can actually create it like a master, a map, a mind mapping where you yeah. can exchange out stuff as you are looking at and doing the research to determine who your customers are and how you're bringing in money and your value and then you can switch it out and this is before you get to the actually extended business plan so right. a lot of times the business plan is so daunting and overwhelming to most people and yeah. and, and it just requires a lot of writing this kind of simplifies uh the process but also gives you a real clear vision and I, for me gilbert i i teach on the business model just like yourself mm -hmm. but i always say that the business model should be reviewed uh regularly oh, yeah. um, every yeah. year for sure at the minimum your wow. business model and your swat should be done annually <laughs> yeah well you know i personally this is what i do with my business model I look at my business model and I get to tweak it like every three months because mm. there are certain things in there that you've, you've, you've strengthened or you've mastered and you go, oh, this is good. Now let's tweak the, this other part so we can get a balance in this business model. The, the one other thing that we didn't tell the audience is that a business model is usually a one-page document. Mm -hmm. A one-page document that covers all, all areas of your business, a 360-degree approach to your business. Exactly. So those, um, and, and it helps you really. So those nine components that we were talking about yep. is uh, the customer categories, who are your customers, um, how to, uh, you know, what's their persona, what's their avatar. Uh, mm -hmm. One should know their customer better than they almost know themselves, right? Because yeah. that customer can change, their likes can change, their ages oh, yeah. changes, right? So that yeah. means you got to constantly uh, go back to make sure that your your product is in line with the customer that you're outreaching to and marketing mm -hmm. to, and that yeah. they are truly your target market. And the beauty about this is, and that's why this is so key, and that's why the business model is a working document that you keep tweaking as you go along, because you may be targeting a certain demographic, and that demographic, which we will call customer segment or mm -hmm. customer category, right? Mm -hmm. So to break it down so it makes sense to many of our audience, so let's say you are selling products and that products you're selling to babies so they're for babies right baby mm -hmm. products mm -hmm. so you know that you know your baby products is probably going to be from 
uh, zero to maybe six, six years old. So that's your customer segment right there. So anything falling between zero and six, that's going to be your target. Now, you may target babies, but is it going to be Caucasian babies? Is it going to be African-American babies? Is it going to be Latino babies, Asian babies? You know, that's another subsector of that segment that you want to you want to uh, flesh out when you're mm -hmm. doing the business model. So even though you're saying I'm selling to babies, okay, what category of babies? <laughs> you see what I mean? So that really helps you to dig deeper into the customer segment of that part of your business model. So and always anticipate, always expect whomever you're pitching this business model to, always expect them to ask questions because people are going to ask questions for clarification and you want to be ready with those answers because if you don't have those answers to give say to an investor or even if you're on shark tank pitching your product or your service they're going to be asking you all kinds of questions you don't have those those answers then you're going to seem pretty incompetent you're going to seem like it's not well thought out it's going to seem like you didn't do your research you know and you're not going to come across as credible exactly and and i think also so when you look at those um those uh categories you know you always go with your target audience as well right so that target audience is anyone else that's marketing to those babies in those yes. families and i always tell people if they're in the baby business go after the grandparents man yeah. <laughs> yeah. as one myself yeah. i am always spending money because a lot of times the parents, their money might be a little tight, but I tell you, a grandparent would go in and, oh, that's so cute, and buy up the whole store. This summer <laughs> when I went to Egypt, I had a whole suitcase with nothing but for the baby. So <laughs> the, the, the grandparent subset is a very lucrative subset. Yeah, yes, that is <laughs> true. If, if you have products that you're catering and, and, and catering to uh, the... Um, catering to the the uh, adult i mean to yeah. the uh child babies and, and right. child children and right. stuff like that so that's just so what you got to be really really clear on who that person is and i think a lot of businesses make an assumption oh everybody but it's not everybody right. not everybody is your client you know exactly. you have to be very very clear on the services you're offering uh, to those to the individuals that have as gilbert likes to say that have those pain points Yes. And that's another reason why when you're doing your, your business model, the nine categories that we're going over right now, that's going to be the, the, the top billing. But on the, each category, you're going to have bullets and, and each bullet is going to cover a certain sub area of that segment. So let's say we're talking about customer segments as we're talking about babies, right? Babies, that's a customer segment. So the question you want to ask yourself, who are your customers, right? Which mm -hmm. you know it's going to be babies and it's going to be babies from African-American, Native, Native Americans, Caucasian, Latinos, you name it, okay? Mm -hmm. Then the next question is, why are they buying from you? You know, that's the question you're going to ask yourself so you can provide answers to that. Why are these customers buying from you or why should they buy from you? And then after that, you want to know what is their persona? What is their persona? Mm -hmm. You know, 
And that will help you. The next key part of it is their demographic. You know, what demographic? Are you looking for folks uh, uh, with lower income? Are you looking for mid-income? Are you looking for middle class? You're looking for upper class? That's another category that you need to provide an answer to. And then find the final bullet you want to look at is what type of budget must these folks have? If you're if you're if you're trying to sell to 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 folks who have babies in certain categories, what type of budget should they have? Should they have unlimited budget? Should are these folks like limited budgets that can only afford Walmart type of products? Are these folks that can provide that can um, uh, cater to Nordstrom type of products? Mm -hmm. Are they are they folks who can um, um, cater? to the Beverly Hills <laughs> type of, of product. So so those are things you want to really address when you when you're looking at segments, the different segments within the business model. Exactly. And Gilbert, you touched on that next one, the value proposition. Yeah. Uh, basically what is it that you're delivering to them, right? Yes. What what you know, what is the brand? What's the products? What's the services? Yes. How are you delivering it to them? So that value proposition, uh, for my students, I always say, What's your sizzle sauce? That's your your sizzle. What what's gonna make <laughs> them choose from you versus everyone else? And I always use myself and my whole network of individuals and i always say say to my clients everyone that i do business everyone all of my colleagues are basically coaches yes. pretty much everybody's a business coach right mm -hmm. but we don't step over each other's toes right yes. we we actually have no problem referring our clients to each other why because we all got our own sizzle sauce man we, we got exactly. our own special way and our own special techniques and methodologies to um to help our client our our clients and sometimes reaching out to a gilbert or to a greg is very beneficial to our customer and our client so right. not not feeling threatened at all just because i know what i do and i know how i do it Right. And Gilbert, you know what you do and how you do it. So yeah. your value proposition has to be strong mm -hmm. so that you, because you know, you hear people all the time, oh, somebody's going to steal my business. Mm -hmm. uh, no, <laughs> they can't <laughs> steal your business if you have a very unique way of delivering and have a very solid value proposition. And I'm sure Cha-Cha, because she's in the, in the marketing space, she understands that as well. You know, nobody can, they, if you ain't doing anything, yes, they can take it from you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. And the thing, the thing about the value proposition piece, which is so key, and like Crystal say, you don't have to worry about them coming in and taking anything from you because you have this unique offering that you provide, this unique selling proposition that has to do with your value. The thing about it is, you want to ask yourself, what value do you bring to your customers? What value? And when you think of value proposition, that value that you offer is supposed to transform your customers to a next level. So if if when you meet those customers, if they're at a certain point, a certain level, then what you're offering should take them next level. And that's what you should be thinking of. You know, why would they want to purchase from you? 
you know, those are things you want to add. What pain are you solving for the customer? Right, exactly. And I love it, Gilbert. You always come into a class like, okay, I plan on making you fall in love with me this exactly. for the next two hours. So, so that's, your, <laughs> that's your value proposition right up straight up front. <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> Greg one Greg has one about money. He never you don't want to leave it. You, you, I mean, Greg, what did you say? If you um something about money, you, the more you know about your money, there's something he, he uses every Thursday <laughs> about money. And so uh he, he has his money comment. I'm sure Cha Cha has hers. Uh Fernando, I'm sure you got yours. <laughs> so we all got our value proposition, man, that we state straight up in front. With my kids, I always say when um when they come into a classroom and they're looking at me and i'll go so who's whose idea was this yours or your mother's and they'll go uh my mom made me come here it's like well i give you two classes and i'll guarantee this this would be your you will want to be here and it has nothing to do with your parents exactly. <laughs> so, so you gotta state that you gotta know your stuff you gotta know you, you gotta have your sizzle yep. and when and then you gotta be able to convey that sizzle to your clients to make sure they keep coming back, but they get what they came for, right? They get once, what they came for. Once they taste that sizzle sauce that you have to offer, <laughs> they just keep coming back. Right. <laughs> no, like no, like Greg, a good appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, Greg mentioned something in the chat, which is pretty key and pretty cool. I like it. He said, that when you're looking at your business models, you want to understand, you want to put it in, 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 in some basic categories. And one of them is, are you selling B2B, which is business to business? Are you selling B2B? That's a model right there that you can look at. So if whatever you're selling, you're selling to another business. Like in my case, I sell a platform, a back office platform, and that's for small businesses. So that's B2B. Right mm -hmm. now, you the next category on that is B to C, which is business to consumer, and and that's another category. So so we mentioned earlier about the 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 baby, you know, the baby category. If you're selling mm -hmm. to to so whomever you sell the baby clothing to, that's going to be consumer. So that's a B to C right there. Then you got B to G, which is business to government. You sell services to government. So whether you do training, whether you provide certain other type of services, in Chacha's case, Chacha provide marketing. So she can teach them or train them how to enhance their marketing approach in the marketplace. So that would be B to G. And, and, and uh, I would say the fourth area of that is um, uh, like a nonprofit to government. Mm -hmm. That would be a, for, a fourth category because nonprofit does provide services as well. And most of their clients are usually government entities because the, the general public usually can't afford the services that the nonprofit offers. So they have to be in certain uh, economic development program that, that will offer certain type of support services for them so so that would be the fourth one and you know you can call that n to g you know like nonprofit <laughs> in, in the government huh yeah nonprofit to government but here's the thing with both of those though your your uh value proposition is different with that with that b to b than yes. it is to the b to c uh, yes. because 
because you're, you know, it's a different entity, right? Uh, so you do have a slightly different twist on your value proposition to that particular customer. Um, and because that's a more long-term, that's a contractual agreement. You, there are certain qualifications and requirements that they're looking for. And you've met, you, you your, your uh, proposal to them is saying that you can deliver uh, exactly what they're offering that right. they need. Uh, so different pain points. A lot of times our consumers not quite sure in the coaching space anyway, they're not quite sure what their pain points are. We actually help them to identify that pain point yeah. <laughs> and then work on fixing it. Yes. <laughs> so that's that. Uh, when I teach it, I will teach it. One of the classes I teach is on uh, knowing your, your identifying your client. And I use the um, the business model canvas and go through it. And so one of the examples I use is, is Starbucks. And mm-hmm. so Starbucks actually has three clientele. And you know when I when you would go into a well, long time ago before I got as involved in, in you know business doing business coaching, but um, Starbucks, you know you would see people just hang around Starbucks all day long, and you're going like, how does that make them money? <laughs> but then I learned in their business model, they actually are marketing to the coffee aficionados. They're uh, they're marketing to you and I, the business person that needs the place to have a meeting, yeah. and they're and they're marketing to students. Yeah. So those are those the three uh, um, uh, demographics that they're marketing to, and and their value proposition is a place. For people to come and enjoy an amazing coffee with new recipes Mm -hmm. and their second one is for that second clientele a place where a person can have a meeting without interruption and have coffee with a new client and just a meetup place and making it convenient outside of the office and the third place for college students just to come and hang all day long if they want to to do homework and so forth so they actually are marketing to those people that are just sitting there all day long with their laptops that's true (laughs) that is true that is so true so so and and so it's like oh okay that makes sense that's part of the that's part of the design of it so so that's the other thing the value proposition is really important um uh uh Chaja says that it's not bragging if you've done it toot your own horn toot toot <laughs> <laughs> you know a lot of people need to start bragging about their own product and services and their offering because a lot of people don't. They don't do that there because you know they they feel like their parents told them when they were young, "Don't ever brag about yourself. Don't toot your own horn." Well, I'm tooting my own right. horn. No one is tooting my horn for me. <laughs> well, one of the, I guess I think one of the most successful ways of being of marketing is telling your story, telling oh, your yes. experience, telling yes. your what what uh, a skill set you have. Uh, so people and definitely your story yeah. will actually resonate more with a with a individual sometimes than just the product marketing period uh, uh, than the product marketing. Yeah. It's you that they're buying from anyway. Mm-hmm. If they don't like you, I don't care, I don't care what kind of product you have. They're yeah. not going to buy your product, so they're That's really right. buying you. Yes, definitely. So the, so the next one is the distribu- distribution channels. Yes. This is where I find my clients seem to falter. They only have one way of getting that product out. Right. And so when that one way dries up, 
then there are no resources for it. So there, from a from from a distribution channel channel standpoint, you know, there is your very direct uh, distribution, uh, which is directly to your clients. Um, and uh, you're, you're allowing the consumer to purchase directly from you, and then an indirect kind of like mm -hmm. what we are doing, Gilbert. We're yeah. selling our products to uh, an entity, um, and then they're marketing our products to their clientele. So, mm -hmm. indirect, and then of course, you should have a hybrid of both of those. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's true, that's true, and and that's why it is so key. But when you're putting this business model together for you to go over it numerous times, you know, pitch it to yourself. I mean, people see me on the freeway driving and I'm talking to myself and they go, this dude is crazy. Look at him. He's talking to himself. <laughs> but I am reviewing my business model. I'm either reviewing my business model or my elevator pitch. You know, one of the two I'm, I'm usually doing with, when you look at me on the freeway, you look at <laughs> Man is nuts. Man in that car to the left is yeah. nuts. <laughs> He's talking to himself. <laughs> and they're looking in the door or the window to see if there's anybody in the front seat or the back seat. He is talking. Maybe he's singing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it is crucial, man. It is crucial when you're doing your distribution channel to know how will you how will you get the food or the product or the service to that your, your customers and the channel that you use, that's your distribution channel. Now, in some products that you offer, you know, you may you may present it to your customers virtually. You know, you may do it online. You may, uh, you may have a platform, a streaming platform like we do, and you might present it that way. You may physically take it to them. You know, you mm -hmm. may do a person-in-person -person type uh, business transaction or... You may get to the point where you have to get it to them through Costco's or Sam's Club, Trader Joe's or, you know, any of those other health food establishment, you know, depending on the nature of the product that you're selling. So there's so many ways that you can get this product distributed to your clients, you know, your channels, your distribution channel. And it's recommended that you want to do at least three or more distribution channels, at least three or more. Because the more channels you have to get the product to clients or customers, the better it will be for you. Exactly. And if one, something happens, because, you know, economy affects everyone. If something happens to one of your channels, you always have the other ones. And so it should be nice, a nice healthy blend as well. Yes. Not all your eggs in one basket. And I think in the contract, and when people have contracts, they, they seem to get become very comfortable with that one contract. And, yes. and 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 they should be looking for the next contract somewhere yes. in there and yes. they're not and then they, all of a sudden that contract is coming to an end now they're scrambling to find another contract yes. and yes. so yeah, there should be always um you should have a rinse and repeat going on so yes. that you don't run you know you don't run into a void or a gap it's always consistently uh bringing because the whole focus of all of this is bringing revenue into your business I love that phrase that you use, co-host. Rinse and repeat. Guys. Rinse and repeat, man. Rinse and repeat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what business is about. Rinsing and repeating. I love <laughs> it. I love it. You know, and the more your product is out there in the marketplace, the more when when you go 
everywhere or most places you see a product, you go, oh man, I've seen this product like seven times already. Let me check it out and see what it's all about. That's mm -hmm. really what you want. Because you know they said the rule of marketing is that you, you usually have to hear something at least seven times before you respond to it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, you know you know those bogus credit cards they send you in the mail, right? So they send it to you the first time, you throw it in the garbage. I'm not interested. Right. They send it to you again, throw it in the mail, throw it in the garbage. Oh, I'm right. not interested. And you keep throwing it away until one day you say, you know, you're thinking, I mean, I need a line of credit, you know, <laughs> maybe I should take a second look at this, uh, this bogus credit card <laughs> that they're sending to me. <laughs> or, or, or just recently, I was telling you about a, a digital project product that I had heard about. You're like, wait a minute, I had, <laughs> it does all of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I've been sleeping on this. <laughs> yeah, so it does. It takes some reminding. So that's really important. Yes. For the next one, the customer relationship. So I got a story that happened last night, actually. So I was emceeing um, uh, the Los Angeles Urban League had a pitch competition uh, sponsored by Cavassier, uh, Mason Cavassier. And so I come in, I had to come in early. Uh, so a number of people, board members and so forth that were with their league, as well as the whole Cavassier team. So I was talking to someone after we did our, uh, we had to do our pre-event um, uh, um, meeting. And so somebody walks up to me and he says, so I bet you don't remember me. And I'm looking at him going like, wow, his face looks familiar. And I said, um, you look familiar, but I can't, I can't place it. So he said his name. I was like, wow, that name sounds familiar. I'm still not placing. And generally, I'm very good at placing people, but I, I just couldn't. I said, he says, well, I work with her. I'm with the Urban League. I said, yeah, but that's not where I know you from. I mean, I knew I knew him, but I did not know him from there. And right. so he says, well, I'm going to give you a moment and see if you uh, uh, can figure it out. I, it never did come. So at the end of the evening, I went up to, he, I came, I said, okay, I'm sorry. I can't remember it. I can't remember where we met. He said, we met, he said, I used to be the, uh, the director for the foundation for the Hollywood Park Casino. They gave out the foundation money to uh, nonprofits. Oh, I went, wow. whoa, wait. Oh my God! And when he said, and I thought, "Oh yeah, Tyra!" Oh my God! So my very first business, which I think I, you know, for those that know me really closely, uh, personally, know I had a dating service back in the '80s. Right. And so, as a part of that dating service, I had a networking event um, where. We would bring profession. That's how I got my people, right? I invite people out to hear a speaker or what have you, and then I had my collection of single men and women, and then that's where we got our pot of of of, of customers for the dating service. Right. So he actually happened to be a speaker at one of those events, and he also sponsored one of the events that we had, and literally that's been forty years ago. Wow. He remembered me wow. and I went, oh my, you remember? He goes, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> wow. I, 
I give you credit, co-host, because there's no way I would have remembered that person's name. The face, the face I would remember, but the name, uh-uh. After COVID, man, after COVID, I can't remember anything. Oh yeah, I remember when he said his name, I went, wait a minute. But I couldn't I couldn't attach him. I was like, wait, you used to come to a network we did and and when I was doing my other business, because I called for connect, he said, exactly. I remember everything. I went, oh, my God. So relationships, guys, that was yes. a relationship. Yes. 40 years ago in business, yeah. my very first business. Right. And then now here, I had not interacted with him. We, of course, we have uh, friends in common. And I could not remember. I, I have not ran into him in any circumstance in the business world. So now and he put the Urban League. So you know, you know that you know the way you treat people, man. It really stays with them. So you must have done something memorable for him to remember that you know what you did for him and how and how what you did for him made him feel. You see what I mean? And that's yeah. really how it is with customers. Customers remember how you make them feel. That experience. And that's why we tell small businesses that in business, in business, what you're doing is you're selling an experience. Whether mm -hmm. you're selling a product or a service, you're selling an experience because the customer service that you provide along with the product or service, that is long lasting. Long yeah. Lasting. It, and that's what Chacha just said. You're selling the experience because yeah. that's what people are going to remember, that how they felt. It's like a touch me, feel me, hear me, yeah. talk, everything that you said. And I've had I've had clients. I got a client right now that met me. I spoke at an event uh, 10 years ago and she had been looking for me and she finally found my card. And she says, I remember every word. You, I can't remember what I said because I, <laughs> you know, I never do what I speak. But she said, I remember everything. And as I was building my business 10 years ago, I kept hearing you, uh, places, especially in places that I kept faltering, and I right. kept hearing you saying things. So I, I chose, and when I ran across your card, I knew I needed you because she was at she's at an obstacle and a and a blockage in her yeah. business. So, uh, so it's all about the experience. So you definitely want to uh, the experience. I'm gonna jump for a second, Pastor. Re, um, the revenue streams, because that's yeah. going to lead us into these other ways of bringing businesses right. that make money. But right. let's jump over to the activities, yeah. which are really what the service. Yes, uh, Chacha, uh, that is what I did. In fact, Chacha, uh, I'm getting ready to do it again. I'm going to do another aspect of it, but in a big scale this time in the relationship dating world. So that's I'm getting ready to I'm getting ready to create and launch an endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> two, two, two to away. <laughs> <laughs> so the activities, what is it that you're offering? Being very, very clear about your the products and the services that you're offering. Yeah. So the key activities in your business, and this is one of the key components on your business model. Key activities are the activities that you perform within the organization. What is it that you do? Do you do certifications? Do you do bookkeeping? Do you do accounting? 
Do you do back office services? What is it you do? Do you do supervision? Do you do management? You know, those are the types of things that are key activities that will let a customer know what is it you do, what you're offering, and why it's important to them. So we want to keep that in mind in terms of the key activity. What key activities will your staff perform also? So if you have staff that's going to be doing bookkeeping, accounting, they're going to be doing uh, marketing, or they're going to be doing sales, those are key activities that you want to put out there to let folks know what you do. And also, are they managing a supply chain? You know, what is it that they're doing? Are they doing some consulting work? You know, what is it they're doing to tie to that customer? You know, are they doing engineering? You know, all of that stuff. So those are key activities within your business. Awesome, awesome. And then the partnerships are, how are you, you know, what are your resources? What are the people uh, that you need? And I think resources and partnerships kind of work together. So oh, resources yeah. being what, what other, what do you need to augment the business with in order to be able to deliver your product to uh, the customer efficiently? Um, and making sure that it's hitting, is, is actually addressing their pain points, their needs, their wants, their niches. And then do you need others outside of uh, your own uh, uh, environment or your own organization in order to help you deliver that product? Yes. So with key partners, yes, you always, and that's why it says partners, you always need to have partners outside of your organization to really uh, collaborate with you to help bring in customers or help to solidify your service offering or your product offering. Now, an example of this would be like in my case with my business, Small Biz Pro, I team up with economic development agencies. I offer my platform to their uh, clients or their participants. And we do this teaming um, agreement where if a client is new to their economic development agency, they're trying to obtain services, then they must take my business readiness assessment or my, my contract readiness assessment or loan readiness assessment. Once they take that assessment that my company developed, then it provides them a score. And based on that score, those economic development agencies can determine what to do next with this client, whether to put them through training, refer them to a business advisor, or if they're ready enough to go on to a loan officer or an underwriter. So, so that's one level of strategic uh, partnership. Um, with Chacha, Chacha's organization, you know, we, we offer, because uh, Chacha does coaching and consulting as well. So with some of her clients, they could use Small Biz Pro. So if she refers them to using Small Biz Pro, then she could get a percentage of um, the sale price, you know, what we sell the product to the customer. She can get a percentage because she's referring these folks. So that's another level of partnership. Now let's flip, flip partnership in another way. Partnership could also mean that the, the agencies you're working, strategic partners you're working with, they may know of clients or customers that can benefit from your service and they 
reach out to those customers and then they kind of speak to them ahead of you meeting with them. So it kind of, you know, I don't want to say it softens them up, but it, it really prepares them. So when you reach out, they already been, you know, introduced to your product or your services, and then it makes them feel more um, uh, amenable to what you're offering because they're going, oh, yeah, I've heard of it before. Yeah, Chacha already told me about this, and I like what Chacha said. So now let's do a sit down and see how your product could help my business. So those are key partnerships, and that's just a few. You know, we're not yeah, that's a, yeah, that's yeah. To get more, y'all gotta y'all have to uh, uh, enlist us to be the ebook. Get the ebook, <laughs> the ebook, e right? Exactly. But yeah, so and you know, Gilbert, you and I are partners in in the business yes. zone, yes. and uh, and I'm partners with uh, Greg with a, with another entity, another thing that I'm doing. Actually, I have partners in everything I do because yes. I believe in collaboration. So yes. And, yes. and it really expands your bandwidth. Right. Because right. you now have it. There may not be um, uh, partners within your under your umbrella. Everybody got their umbrella. But uh, ultimately, we're helping each other. So partners, that partnership is important. The next one, cost structure. Uh, we can't run these businesses without make without spending money. So you really got to understand what that what those are. So that means uh, keeping a, a really adequate uh, uh, accounting system. So you know exactly how much it's going to cost you to um to produce your product how much does it cost you to uh for the acquisition of a customer which most people do have no clue uh about that at all but it does cost you money <laughs> how much does it cost you to hire someone like chacha chacha actually has a she's a coach but she's a business coach and like ourselves but her her area of expertise is marketing so um how much is it going to cost you uh, to uh, to uh, uh, market your products and services? And everyone needs to have a marketing budget. So, um, because uh, a business that's silent and quiet and invisible is a business that's not making any money. That's, true. That <laughs> that's is the true. bottom line. That's true. <laughs> and also, uh, you know, another thing that a small business needs to understand is. You know, what is their go to market cost? You know, what is it going to cost for the product or what is it going to cost for their effort, their marketing effort to market it? And that's why, as you mentioned, co-host, customer acquisition cost is so important. You got to know how much it costs to acquire a customer and how much it will cost to keep that customer. Mm -hmm. So that's a big part of your, your, your cost structure in the business. And there's so many other costs you know, to, to, to look at, you got your startup costs, you got your operating costs, you know, your, you got consulting fees. If you got to hire me or you or, or Chacha, those are their consulting fees involved. You know, you got the legal fees, you know, mm -hmm. you may want to bring in an attorney like co-host. You're working with a company right now that's getting ready to go uh, IPO, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So they have to have an attorney so they got a the massive, massive number of attorneys and auditors and you name it and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, Chacha, you can you can steal that. <laughs> <laughs> a quiet business is an invisible business is a business making no money. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me on that. <laughs> you I can steal it. that. That will work well. But yeah, so you need you you your cost structures are and they're variable and fixed costs 
uh, that you have in, in every business. It may different may differ from business to business or industry yeah. to industry, but everyone has a basis. So I'm going to jump to the revenue and mainly because we're going to skip over the elements, Gilbert, but we're going to go right on into, uh, so to, uh, go right on into um, the various ways you can make money. That's uh, your will, favorite part. That's my favorite, <laughs> man. You can't have one revenue stream. You got to have bunches of revenue streams. Streams of revenue. <laughs> as, as my good friend, Dr. Uh, uh, Mill Rosie Milligan said, you got to have a stream of income for every financial obligation that you have. That's so, true. <laughs> so you can breathe easily. Uh, it's <laughs> nothing worse than... Um, not having money. I, I, I myself am not a nice person when I don't have money. When the bank account gets low, I start to feel panicky. <laughs> you, you start feeling pain. <laughs> I start feeling pain. And, and I know uh, my, my, I think my dad or my mom used to say, with a man, if his if his wallet, you know, a man's equivalent of he, he has him having money and a woman's equivalent of having money is two different things, right? <laughs> but he says, some men, if they don't walk around with a couple of thousand dollars, uh, have at least $500 in their pocket, they broke. <laughs> <laughs> a woman, on the other hand... <laughs> She can have a dollar and she'll be all right. And she's all right, but yeah, the, you guys can't walk around in your pocket with no money. Your wallet <laughs> empty. You, there's something about an empty man's wallet just makes him not a nice person. <laughs> hey, Greg, you hear that, man? Make sure you have your 500 or 1,000 in that pocket. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's the case. And I've dated some guys. They, they, they didn't walk around. They, hey, that's what they carried all the time. And when it got low, they were a little bit surly. <laughs> so... <laughs> So you, in business, you have to have multiple revenue streams. So we're going to talk to you about that now. What are those multiple revenue streams? And um, you can have a combination of them or you can have, um, actually, it's better to have a combination. It's never good to have one, uh, <laughs> in my opinion. So some of those revenue streams are uh, the very first one. And Gilbert and I are going to be looking at this uh, for our future of monetizing, especially after having having a Bridget on our show. Yeah. But um, the Brittany. business zone, Brittany, Brittany yeah. on on our show. But subscription based model. Yes. And yes. and this is a model where they're actually, uh, and we're all doing it, right? We're doing it with with our cable bills. We're doing it with our. Uh, any internet service, internet service, anything that you are using, uh, there is now a subscription. In fact, like QuickBooks, it used to be you could buy it straight out. You can't do that now. You mm -hmm. have to buy it either monthly, and you can't even do them monthly. You can't even do those annually. Yeah. There, but there are some that have that option. So, a subscription based. Keep what and why? A subscription base because it's consistent every single month. You can mm -hmm. count on it like clockwork, right. right? Unless you stop paying on it and cancel, a, a company can work better with a subscription-based model because mm -hmm. you have ongoing uh, monies coming in. And, and depending on the number of clients you have, you can actually calculate that in your forecasting every month. Mm -hmm. You want to take the next one? 
Oh, yeah. So one of the ones that I, I want to put out there, guys, this also, if your business is set up that you can do a franchising model in mm. your business, that would be another line, another stream of revenue for you. That's something you want to think about. Now, not every business can is franchisable. Not every mm -hmm. business is. But let's say you're in that line then you want to take a, a good look at that. You got to study it first before you try to apply it because uh, some cases it doesn't work. And, and, and when you franchise certain parts of your business, there's a certain strategy you got to put in place and you got to have an idea how much you want to make from each franchise and how you're going to support them, the franchises. So that that's a model right there. Yeah, that's a that's a good model. And actually, uh, depending on the type of business, I know I I had one. Um, I think I coached a young lady. She had a Mary Kay is kind of like a franchise business. Yes, Avon yes, is yes. a franchise business. Yeah. Uh, and which are easily to do, right? Because now you have these wholesalers that's going out selling for you, mm -hmm. and the bit. But you, there's a business model that's already in place. Yeah. And then they just train you on that model. So, you know, some of you may have a service-based business that can, um, uh, can, can, um, you can, can structure it that way. And then if right. you have a product that, you know, you want to bring in salespeople. So we'll talk about that shortly as well. But yeah. this is a model that we all actually use every single day. And it's called the freedom, freemium model and this is a model where you start out free yes. in a trial your your small biz pro operates under this platform yes. right yes. you start with a free trial for whatever seven days five days two days 30 days if they're generous in the early days of this this business model they used to give you 30 days yes uh then they realized they were losing money so <laughs> so they backed that down to seven days and then after that that trial period is over mm -hmm. then you actually are paying the next level yes. and so most streaming businesses most tech businesses are this way now for me i'm probably different than most i have a real problem and it's a benefit to the people that are selling to me disadvantage to me and this is my personality malfunction um i don't like to feel limited on anything yeah. So if you're going to give me a free something and tell me I can only uh, have, if I let's say a graphic program, right? Mm -hmm. or, or better yet, let's use Zoom, right? Yeah. You, you tell me that I can have it free, forever free, yeah. but then I only get 20 minutes or 30 minutes and I'm yeah. right in the middle of a conversation and the darn thing just turns off and now I look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a crazy approach, man. So I always go for the, I, I don't do the top level, but I do go for a minimum level. So I never, I, I straight out go out that way because yeah. I don't like to be limited, but that's an excellent model. And maybe you'll be marketing to people like myself that don't like limitations. Yeah. And then therefore, therefore you're going to have a clientele that right. is always, if they need it and, and, and they try it and they like it, they'll be there for you. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So, Another model, another model that you can look at on their uh, stream of revenue that you can bring in 
is selling merch, selling merch. You got a right. product, you got T-shirts you want to sell, depending on the, the type of business, whether it, whether it's a restaurant, whether it's uh, the business zone, whether it's uh, Chacha's company, California Beacon, you can sell merch. You know, you, you can sell T-shirts, you can sell those um, hoodies, you know, with your with your logo on it or certain phrases on there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like in, in, in our case, when we sell our merch on the business zone, we say, turn your no, your business no's into yeses. Turn your business no's into yeses. And that, that makes people, oh, yeah, you know, there's so many no's in my business that I don't know and I need to get it fixed and turn it into yeses. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. So that's one approach too. You can, you know, sell those those t-shirts or hoodies, you know, $19.99, $29.99, depending on, you know, what your mm -hmm. pricing point is. Right. So so that's a good one. Um yeah, that's an excellent have those are other resources, those are other revenue streams yeah. that you can add in uh in addition to your service-based business. Now you have a product and then to make that product even better so that you're not putting up a lot of money on the front end is an on-demand model. So you can have yeah. on-demand printing of those t-shirts. Yeah. Uh actually uh Instacart, uh DoorDash, mm -hmm. uh Uber Eats uh, uh, Uber and Lyft, they're on the new, that new on-demand model. They use out external uh, gig industry workers that pro uh, provide the services for them. Mm -hmm. So you have Uber and Lyft that's in the, in the automobile rental business, but they're not oh, in the taxi business, but they're really not in, they don't own not one fleet, uh, right. not one vehicle, let alone a fleet of vehicles. Yeah. It's all app-based. Uh, so if you can get, you know, you obviously have an up, 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 up front cost, but then at that point, it's all about marketing, right? So yeah. that on demand is very popular to add on maybe a service. So a lot of restaurants are um, using it on demand, like your door dashes to get that product out. In fact, I have some clients that have done extremely, they have increased uh, their revenue by at least uh, 25 to 40% with uh, online delivery somebody to come pick it up because if you had to bring that delivery person and pay that delivery person that would be quite uh expensive yeah. for you because you got to pay right. payroll taxes so paying right. the fees to an external third party is, is not a bad deal because yeah. you're somebody is delivering and picking up and delivering which is then increasing the capacity of your income and one other model I'd like to include in here, co-host, is the licensing model. Some folks, they get to license their products to other uh, businesses. You know, mm -hmm. so just like if you're selling software, you have a license, a user license for that. Um, there are certain other things that you can license as well. You know, if you have an app, you can license that with someone. Uh, who's planning on using it uh, on, a, on a large scale with their pool of customers. So those are different ways. Or if you offer a service, and just like I mentioned before, you know, say with Chacha or, or, or you co-host, if somebody refer the service to somebody else, you know, uh, that could be a form of revenue generating um, entity as well, you know, so... Mm -hmm. So the referral 
you know, there are certain referral fees or certain referral uh, payments that are made that will be another source of revenue for the business. So there's so many different types. Exactly. So you don't have to, you know, you know, we, we as business owners, we sometimes stay, we sometimes limit ourselves mainly because we look at the look at running or, or, or doing business. Uh, the same way, very traditional status quo way. But there are other ways that you can look at adding these particular uh, resources to your own established business and generating other revenue uh, streams for your business. Um, it, it definitely behooves you to do that. Um, and then another area is affiliate marketing, uh, which is a partnering, they call it a partnering program. Yeah. So affiliate affiliate marketing is you um, getting a commission, a small commission, on things that you refer for free, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, we refer books and things like that for free. Mm -hmm. Well, there are a number of affiliate companies out that that you can sign up to. Yeah. Uh, hi, Irene. Yes, I am speaking to affiliate marketing. So there's a lot of things as business coaches that we refer to people all the time. It's just a part of what we do. Well, we should be getting paid for doing right, that, man. Right. I mean, I know I refer a number of books um, to to my clients. You know, I have an Amazon affiliate. You get paid. Um, if you have other tools that you refer your client and their third party, see if they have an affiliate program that you can sign up for. Uh, it's excellent way for you to generate that while you sleep money. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if you notice in life, most of us, most of us refer people for something, you know, because people, hey, do you know anyone who does this or anyone who sells it? Oh, sure. Yeah, this person over here. You refer them over there. They go ahead and they purchase it. And, you know, that's how you get your referral fee. So they're, in, in an affiliate kind of way. So there's so many different ways, man. We got to take advantage of the things we do on a daily basis and we don't monetize it. <laughs> exactly. So this is what we call it, monetize. In fact, Gilbert, I'm going to go through all the tools that I use because in December, I am going to do, before we kick off January, we're going to do a uh, uh, class and session on preparing for the new year yeah. forecasting. But in addition to that, I'm going to do um, put together my list of tools that I use that I could not live without. <laughs> and, and, and then while I'm putting that list together, I think for Jan, I'm going to make sure the ones that are I can monetize that I can become affiliate with, I will be doing that and then plugging the links in. So, Gilbert, I would say you need to do the same That's thing. That's true. I agree. And, and every week we should be recommending because there's some tools that make my life, my very busy, overactive calendar extremely um uh busy and uh i use a lot of tools to keep me on track so that i actually pay for uh so i might as well get if nothing else i might as well get the monthly payment back yeah, oh, for sure for sure <laughs> <laughs> so that makes sense and so that makes sense, right? Yeah. So, because you know, you're giving money, it's like it's like I I always say I invest in the stock market in products that I actually use. So I feel that when I spend the money for those products, at least I'm getting some of my money back. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's how I look at it. <laughs> Chacha, Chacha said, "Great show, uh, CNG, Crystal, and Gilbert. You're, you're, you're on point regarding subscriptions or any recurring options. This works well for me because she's using that model right now." Uh -huh. so she said, we offer unlimited programs such as graphic design services for only $2.99 per month. Wow. That's that's pretty neat. That's a good that's a good deal. Yeah. So guys, the chat, I know you gotta run, but put your put your information or we'll put your information in in the in in the chat so that everybody can um uh yeah you will make that in so put your put your link in uh to, so that to your website so they can go and start to uh because we gonna get we getting paid for next year now but uh and that's that that guy is a perfect example of a affiliate relationship partnerships um co collaboration among uh coaches that do you know marketing to the same pop population that you're marketing but we each offer our own right. um our own um fizzle sauce right so we that's what we want to look at look at your business and see who you're doing business with. don't look at it as you're competing right. look at how that can we work together to benefit each other to make it work best for up uh, so that we both can make money it's all about us making money that's true that's true um, another thing would be um, advertising uh, revenue, uh, and so that is for those of you that are doing journaling and things like that. Uh, set up a blog and um, uh, your newsletter. Send that out on a regular basis, weekly basis, and you can solicit uh, advertisers, especially uh, for the um, if you're doing those recommendations again. But there's some advertisers that you can get through Google AdSense, Google and YouTube. Uh, well, Google is a YouTube's parent. Uh, folks is making big time money, as Brittany indicated when she was on our show. So you guys can go back and watch Brittany's show, and she gives you some major key points on how to make additional revenue and she's making it happen she gave given an item and we're gonna make ours happen yeah, too yeah. <laughs> and 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 guys you check uh check on on youtube in the short section you'll see many of our videos from our podcast the business zone on there uh we've been uploading a lot of little bits and clips and bits from these shows and we've been putting it up there and, and you know after you watch this live you may have forgotten something and then that charts will pop up and then you know it's giving you some brief cool little nuggets that you can use to guide your yeah business. i'll be i'll be clipping this one up so yeah. um you guys can go over there to this one and the last one i think let's close out today is having a customer centric uh business yeah. um and that what that does is uh, creating that uh, um, experience that customers will keep coming back, yeah. reoccurring time and time again. And even better than that, Gilbert, mm -hmm. um, I had someone yesterday that was apologizing. Somebody asked her how did she market her business, and she's done. She's reached thousands and thousands of people, mm -hmm. and uh, she does a service on. She does a actually. She has a certificated coaching program um, that 
that uh, certifies you as a coach. Um, and so she's done this all around the world. And so somebody was asking, how did she advertise? And she goes, and she was apologizing for the fact that she had a word of mouth business mm -hmm. and she really didn't have to uh, advertise outside of that because everyone that came to the class was so satisfied with what was happening and what the the benefit that they got from the programs that she was offering, the training classes she was offering, they turned around and then go out and tell more people. And she was getting like she one of her classes had a hundred and ten people in the classroom. So I said, "What the heck are you apologizing for, man?" <laughs> I mean, a word of mouth business is the best. Yeah. These are these are ambassadors that already know who you are and depending on on you know what type of product or service she's offering man she can make a killing from that just that word of mouth right there right because so that's because each time each time you you provide information to one person that one person go to at least 20 different people and tell them about the service you know if it's a good service they will mm -hmm. and then it just keep mushrooming you know it keeps mushrooming now and that's how i am right i am that type of person if i like what happened and and, and i got some benefit from it boy i'm gonna tell everybody under the planet yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true you can be you can guarantee everybody gonna know about it yeah. but if um if it's not then i won't mention it to anyone but if if it is good, and yeah, I, I'm like a, a song bee. I will I will buzz from here to here to here to here to here, telling everybody about you. So, uh, so those are some ways, guys. When you're next year planning out for the for your 2024 mm -hmm. and looking at forecasting your business, these are some methodologies, some, some business models that you can incorporate in your existing business model. Once you fine tune what that is, yeah. realize you don't have to sell, you don't have to, you should never have one revenue stream. You should have multiple revenue streams. And these are some more effortless ways to create those revenue streams. Did you say Gilbert? Yeah, I agree. I totally agree, man. 100%. Okay. 100%. All righty. So we're going to come to the end of our hour. Before we end, um, I want to say a call to action. If you guys want to know more, you can reach out to Gilbert and I and um, for a, a fee. <laughs> a small fee. Well, a small fee. I have a I have actually a complimentary uh, uh a coaching session. And so if that's something you're interested in, I can put that link there. Um and you can just talk to us and we can we can kind of do a quick little review on what it is you're doing and how you can uh enhance that in the in the coming years, as well as uh if you need um a referral to like our partner uh california beacon who has a marketing graphics program for 2.99 if anybody has to um uh enhance their websites and all that stuff and start the new year fresh and with a fresh look right. uh you can reach out to reach out to us in regards to her and if you want to schedule a quick little program with me um or a little meeting with me i am putting my information there uh but you can actually schedule on my calendar and so yes. there you have it 
Uh, Gilbert, you, you got anything else going on? Is that? I think we've got pretty much everything going. Now on the seventeenth, I will be, uh, I will be at the Ontario in Ontario. Um, oh, okay. The Southern California Black Chamber. They're having their fiftieth uh, anniversary uh, gala, and uh, mm -hmm. on the seventeenth, I will be there on a panel. Uh, discussing certifications for small business government certifications. So if any mm. of you guys are interested, we did put the information on, on last week's uh, uh, podcast link. But if you're interested, I just put my phone number in the chat. Go ahead and give me a call and I'll forward you guys the information to that event. You can register in that event for free. You can go there, mix and mingle, network with people. Uh, if you, it's a three-day event. It's on the 16th, 17th, and 18th of November. The 16th and 17th is free, and on the 18th they have their dinner. They have their dinner, and it's only forty dollars for it. So, you guys should check it out. Check it out and see. Awesome, awesome, and that's when um, Rich Wallace was on last week, and yeah. I think there's some something trending in the shorts on his. Um, on that event that that is taking place so yeah. that's great final reminder guys november is the day after thanksgiving is black friday so go out and support small businesses saturday uh is small business um support a small business and monday is cyber monday so support a business that's online and then uh, Tuesday is Giving Tuesday, so give to your favorite charity, nonprofit, uh, to help them out. So November is that giving month, that support month. Uh, so make sure you're supporting supporting a small uh, business in your community. And, it helps you. It helps your community. And also, if you, if you're a small business out there, you're an entrepreneur, a small business, put a promotion package together, guys. Put yourself out there in a marketplace and let folks know that you're inviting them to do business with you, you know, with your organization. If you got discounts going on, you tell them about the discounts so they can come in and support your business on Black Friday or throughout the whole month of November. Because the bigger stores are doing this. They're getting people in the door. You've got to get people in the door, too, for you. So uh, right. I would recommend yeah, you, you be do that. Yeah. Right, you should definitely be having your marketing pack. It might not be a bad idea to call Miss Miss um uh um to call Cha -cha. Uh, California Cha Cha California Beacon yeah. so they can help you put together a nice little package. Yes. Uh, because the, this is the time. I already see some very active businesses, but then there's so many other businesses out there that I don't see. So make sure. Uh, that you are looking to, if you're looking to increase your revenue this last quarter, this last two months, this is the time to do it. Yeah. All righty, Gilbert. Okay. I think that's been, a, we've had a great show yes, today. Yes, I love it. I love this, man. This is great. I love doing class and session, you know, because we get to share information, knowledge, and wisdom with the audience. So I love it. Yeah, that's what coaching is all about. Yeah. And if you guys need coaching, you know where to come. That's right. You need some coaching services. You got coach crystal and you got coach gilbert here so reach out to us we've got our phone number and email address in the chat so go ahead and just copy that right away right now and uh, reach out to us we'll be happy to help you yes for sure all right gilbert that's all i got for today what about you yeah that's about it man i uh looking forward to next week next week is going to be fun all righty 
So we are going to sign off, guys, and see you all next next Friday, same time, same bat channel. That's right. As a small biz pro, I saw we roll using procurement program and control. As a small biz pro, I saw we grow using procurement program and control. I'm a business man, yes I'm an entrepreneur.